Yeah, you already know what it is. Your boy Ben's alongside Christina. We are the Spark Up Podcast. What's going on? Episode one. One sixty eight. One sixty eight. Yes, Spark Up Podcast episode one sixty eight, and today on? is a beautiful day because not only are we recording um, your favorite podcast, but we are also <laughs> looking at me like that. <laughs> We are also celebrating Dominican, Dominican Independence Day. Hey. I gotta put this on top of my head now for the rest of the pod. <laughs> you know, you, like you know the first thing. Tú te ves como una loca. Mad Dominican, mad judgy. Why Dominicans love to judge so much? You ever wonder that? I don't. It's just judgmental ass (laughs) culture. Everything you do, you get criticized. For real. (laughs) Everything you say, how you move, how you eat. Oh my gosh. But anyways, we're going to get to that. So welcome everybody to another episode of the Spark Up Podcast. Today is a beautiful, beautiful day because we're celebrating history. Of course, one of the oldest countries in the world. For sure. For sure. Um, one of the first, I think the first, if I'm not mistaken, the first Hispanic colony. Yeah. I'm not proud of the slavery, uh, but yeah. the history, but I am proud that I'm still standing. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Hey. You know that song? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just vibing. You're just vibing. You're just here for the vibes. Speaking Vibe. of the vibes. Forget. <laughs> I do, Mad American. Episode 168 of the Sparkle Podcast, baby. We really Dominican for real, for real. En el carnaval, baile la calle de día, baile la calle de noche, baile la calle de día. Para que Dominican festival anthem right here. If you don't know this song, are you Dominican for real? Da, 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 da. Now you gotta dance. Wait. Uh, Guida, for sure. Is that how you picture a guitar? That's his mom. Backup dancer any day though. He's jamming right here. No, for sure. He's going in. This is a jam session. This is when you grab somebody, kind of close a little bit. Mami, ¿qué te pasa a ti? 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 Mami, ¿qué te pasa a 
Yeah. Vibes. Vibes was good. You're feeling very <laughs> drillish. <laughs> I mean, it's been drilled in our head for the last how long? <laughs> it's drill or die in these streets. I mean, we're moving away from that, I think, a little bit more. But welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Spark Up Podcast, episode 168. If you missed us last week, I am so sorry. We did not record. We had a last-minute um, reschedule, but um, it's okay. It's fine. So instead of coming in and forcing an episode, I was like, Ruben, you're not trying to pod for real. He's never really trying to pod. He don't even be reading docs six years later. Almost seven years. You read today's doc? Yeah, I did. Are you lying? <laughs> no, I did. Oh. I did. You look I like, definitely did. You have the face of a liar. Has anyone ever told you that? I, I get told that even when I'm not lying. So <laughs> I, at this point, I guess I'm just a... A liar? A liar. <laughs> you got By a default. bullshitter face. <laughs> It's the baldy? Uh, Is it the baldy? I don't know. Do bald men lie a lot? I don't know too many bald men, so I wouldn't be able to tell you. Yeah, well, get to the bottom of that. I feel like I know one. <laughs> 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 you think who you who you think? No, I'm no, I'm, no names, I'm thinking no about names. one specific milk no dud. <laughs> no names, <laughs> but okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, bands, I haven't seen you in mad long. Let's do a vibe check. What are you check. feeling? What's your I'm weekend like? Good. What are your updates? You know, so so I officially quit working for hey. anybody. Um, that means he's broke. Yeah, I felt flat, you know, but I know yeah. what my bottom is now. Mm. And it's not that far. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that small. <laughs> It's not that small, so I know I know I'm gonna be okay out in these streets. Facts. You know what I mean? Everybody was like, "Yo, you, you sure you're not making a mistake?" And I'm like, "Honestly, I don't know." <laughs> but you know, just the freedom of saying I don't work for anybody is liberating. Mm. I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you. It is Black History Month, so you gotta be on your whole type shit. Don't work for the man. Pissed up. Um, Grand but yeah, um. It feels great, but scary at the same time. Because you're like, I don't know where my next style is coming from, but mm. I got to figure it out. You got to sell yourself now. I've been telling you this for I've years. been on, on these streets. <laughs> I be out Every in the streets. Every day I'm hustling. Everything's good. At 7-Eleven, don't be surprised. Nah, 7-Eleven's a, a, a hole. Staring at women deep in their eyes like, Hey, I know. I, it's the eye contact. What? Once you make the eye contact, you're mine. That Te jodite, coño. That is sick. That is so sick. Anyways, besides that, how do you feel? I feel great. Um, you know, all jokes aside, and all, you know what I mean. Um, I got. I, February was a hard month for you, or for like. I think for, for everybody. People? I think people people are trying to. Figure things out, you know what I mean? Beginning mm. of the year is always rough because you're coming mm. back from from all the expenditures you did in the holidays. The what? The expenditures. You made that up just It now. sounds great, right? I never heard <laughs> you that like that in my life. <laughs> it sounds highly educated. You know you like that. But no, nah, nah, real talk, though, like, you know what I mean? People are starting to 
come back from that hole they dug, you know what I mean, for the holidays. Not if you keep spending every weekend. <clears throat> no, that's not me. Nah. You know, unfortunately, I, I ain't got it like that right now. I'm broke, brokeity broke, broke. <laughs> or how they say in, uh, uh, how they say in DR, just say brokey boy. I never heard that in my yeah, life. That's, Man, you swear you're cool because you went to DR twice in less than six months. And I technically lasted two months up there. Just You're throwing in. that in. Why do Dominicans yo, love yo, being yo. stuck in DR? How is your vibe? Let me oh. check your vibe. Wow. Thank you for that. That was You're a potter for real this time. I'm trying. You know. <clears throat> um, my vibe, I'm well. I'm trying to have, I've, I think, not mastered, but I've had self-control tested in other areas of my life mm-hmm. and i think i passed but now it's um there's a thing called i forgot what it's called somebody told me this who told me this like when you make more you spend more so now you're still broke like mm. i was so eager to make more money make more money now you're making money. it now, now i'm making it now i'm spending, spending it quicker it. um but i think that comes with just being a brokey you, right no no i think i think you you would um Eventually, you'll start. That's what I'm saying. You know. That comes with being a brokey, like the mentality of being broke and like, I don't even have enough to save for real, so fuck it, we outside. Uh, which is a dangerous mind. <laughs> 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 which is a dangerous mindset, but it's real. Like, because I didn't have this much money, I don't know how to manage it correctly. Or not even that. I wouldn't even say that. I know how to manage money. Mm-hmm. Let me not say, like, I don't know, like, simple math. I am excited to have more money so Mm. in the way that i uh express my excitement is being outside in the streets enjoyment which leads Mm. to our topic later that we'll talk about being dominican Dominican, and so now that i have more money i'm still not broke but like (laughs) yeah like i just should not i have no business spending this much money because I have goals, you know, I'm trying to move out of my mom's house. So, um, I heard that's a brokey thing too. So like, oh my God, you still live with your mom? Like, that's crazy. I mean, you um, gotta get it how you live. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've been at, well, I didn't really exactly permanently move, but I was not home more than I was home. So I count it as not be not living there because there was weeks that I didn't sleep there. Um, and then I permanently tried to move and that wasn't successful. So going back to my mom's house and starting over from scratch, everything, not done with school, don't have a job. Like I lost, like, yeah, I hit, yeah, Yeah, no, I definitely hit rock bottom for sure. I used to cry in my car and like pray to God for money. I know you're not supposed to pray for money. You're supposed to like pray for a way, but anyway. That's enough of my sob story. So, yeah, so I have goals. So I need to learn how to not stay inside because I can still enjoy myself, but just do it on a budget, ball on a budget. Balance, balance. Exactly. Learn balance, have self-control because I'll be like, ah, what's another hooker learn refill? Ah, what's another? literacy too. Yeah, no, I, I I know it. I'm just foolish is what's, what's happening so here. So stop being foolish. I'm trying. You always it's tell so me hard. to stop being foolish. Look it's at so you. hard to do the right thing. Because doing the wrong thing is so fun. It is. It is, and it feels amazing. It's thrilling. Yeah, we have a whole episode on thrill. Go check that out. That was hilarious. But yeah, so but besides that, I'm doing well. I'm, I think my mental health is in the best shape it's been. I don't even know how long. That's Maybe ever hear. in life. 
That's good to hear. Yeah, like, I mean, as far as being an adult. So, I'm in a good place. I like that. I'm surrounded by a lot of love. Um, My love looks different today than it did before. Like, I thought love was supposed to look one way, but it turns out that it looks the other way. And it's it's falling a lot on my friendships. So, shout out to my friends. Um, And having a new job. Yeah, having a new job gave me a better perspective on life. Like, it just... I talk about this probably every week, but it just opened up my eyes to possibilities. Mm. Like, oh, wow, I could really do this for real if I just apply myself. So it feels good to know that I, I'm capable of doing something I thought I wasn't capable of. So it's definitely a confidence booster. Let me tell you. Because now be nobody can tell me nothing. All right, relax, relax. We, relax. we all be watching. Relax. We all be watching. Relax. We watching. Anyways, that's, that's it for me. What you do this weekend? A whole lot of nothing. Really? I'll be honest with you, a whole lot of nothing. Um, You know, I tried to um, just kind of, like, start planning ahead. Because I realized, like, my time management is not the greatest. So I'm trying to, you know, kind of focus on, you know, God's working on all of us. But we all also have to do the work. For sure, 100%. So, therefore, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying. I'm not saying that. I'm doing it right away. At least you're I trying. I'm trying, you know, to, you know, kind of, you know, I feel like a lot of times we we abandon a lot of bridges. Mm. You know, at least at least clo- either close them for good or, you like know. Like, leave I mean? a lot of loose ends? Yeah, like, I think a lot, a lot of us are... Roaming around with so many loose ends. And then, you know, sometimes we tend to look at things and, you know, you see people lashing out sometimes. Mm -hmm. You're like, why is that? And I think it's just the loose ends. Yeah. So I think um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. now that I have more time, I want to focus on either closing those loose ends or, you know, re re, um, connecting those loose ends. Mm, I like that. That's just trying, just trying to, you know what I mean, in self betterment. Mm, you know what I mean. I would say self improvement. You know what I'm. No, trying same to thing. Say. I'm saying same thing. it's good. You know, it, it's just I feel like there's a lot of hurt people walking around, roaming around. People are really hurt. Dead so you know walking. what I mean. How how do you remedy that mm. by becoming the non? You're talking that talk for real. And we potting. Wow. Are you want a, a pot? I'm cooking it up. <laughs> you Let's, cook. chef? Let's go. I'm cooking. That's good. Me, I, I was. I also want to be in the kitchen. Okay. Nah, I'm real. You want to take talk. up every career? Let's do it. No, pick. I one. am a multifaceted human being. Oof. What do you mean? No, talk your shit and what tell do me you to mean? Fat, shut my fat ass up. You know what I mean? Like, we 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 won't get into more talent. The photo's oh, just not nothing. You you gonna see me, you gonna see me shine, baby. <laughs> Why is this my life? You're talking about confidence. Ooh. We're all we're, we're, we're no, all building confidence. I love that for you. We should and all have confidence. But I, reality, I encourage everybody to do ouch. the same. If you if you <laughs> are mentally able to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because it's not easy. Well, you don't say. Look at you having compassion and empathy. It's wow, not easy. you're an evolved man. I'm growing. We're all growing. You're grow- Everything is growing. Even my hairline <laughs> is growing. 
I see what you did there. <laughs> I love that. No, love you that. have hair a little bit. I do have hair. It, 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 so the reason why I get the baldy is because it grows weird now. Yeah, for we know. So, so we it's like, jeez, it. do I? You gotta wax it. <laughs> or so I funny? could get, or I could get the micro pigmentation. No, please. You don't like it. You miss hair that bad that you have to go to the extreme. I'd rather just go to Turkey, take a ride out there. Where? To Turkey and get my to hair, Turkey the my, country? my hair really back. <laughs> my hair will really be back. Oh God, why me? <laughs> why not? Why not me? Why not? <sighs> Please, I, I'll have on. the option at least. My gosh, yo, this is to all my baldies out there. To all my baldies out there, don't you miss your hair? Do you? Speak I do. You know, just just uh. You know, when people rub your head and you have the hair, it feels different. Mm -hmm. You know, when there's no hair, it's like, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's like. No, I know. You can't relate. You can't relate. (laughs) You see what I mean? (laughs) I don't know who's worse. Me for wanting to slap your head or you for letting me. You're a sick man. And you're a sick woman for doing that. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Anyways, I had uh, the opposite weekend. I was out. Outside. I started. So Friday, I started with En La Sala. My intention, as soon as they dropped the promo for that, I was like, I have to go to this because mm-hmm. of Bentley. Like, Nothing else brought me there. And, of course, because it's Big J's event. Shout out to Big J. So, I'm like, the anticipation in my body is just Mm. growing. And I came to the studio to switch the couch around and do some work. I was working from home, so I worked here on Friday. And I was like, you know what? Today is going to be a movie. Something in my spirit told me that today, tonight, this Friday night is going to be a movie. Just got paid. Friday night. Just got paid. Yeah. Friday night. That was literally my vibe. Mm -hmm. I went to the Mm -hmm. mall. Mm -hmm. I went to go get some new garments. Bought myself a new jacket. Bought myself some new trousers. Oh, shit. You know? And I have my Nike blazers on. So I was looking like a little... Uh, I don't know what I was looking like, but I was looking cute. I know that. Wow. And <laughs> <laughs> and then I got on the phone with Regina, and she was like, what time are we going? And when Regina says, what time are we going, mm-hmm. I already know what time she's on. Because usually if she don't want to go out, she'll be like, she'll wait. She won't even text you. And she'll be like, well, she'll I don't know, because I got to do Yeah, but... she gives you the run around, be asking <sighs> mad questions. I'm like, yo, if you don't want to go, just say that. But. Yeah, she was in a good mood. We, I was in a good mood. And I just felt like there was this. I mean, we Everybody usually. Everybody was moving in unison. Yes. I was going to say, Regina it's and like I. Voltron. Are, exactly. Or we Power are, Rangers. All the powers combined. <laughs> or what was the Captain America? Um, Captain Planet. Captain Planet. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, me and Regina are usually on the same page as far as like going out. Is concerned, but something about the vibe in the city made me feel like everybody was 
it was either going there it and it was warmer. a little warm outside. I was like, now nah, we are outside tonight. Then we grab bottles because you got to. And we switch back to dark. So we're off the tequila. Really? We're, we're back with the douce. Really? Yes. Why the change? Demon time for sure. Oh, wow. <laughs> Gods too. Um, Yo, you see, if I was on <clears throat> demon time, you'd be like, you, boy, you got to behave out here. What's demon time for you? Ooh, you don't want to know. Why not? Demon time is demon time. Just slang and D. <laughs> Let's just say Don't turn me into a demon Wow, sick Anyways, so then we <laughs> we pull up to the spot And there's a long ass line And I feel way too old to be standing in lines But here we are Because I guess I don't have that much pull in these streets by now uh, So I'm standing in line like a peasant Oh, oh, you need to humble yourself. I'm kidding. I'm standing in line, but I do feel like a peasant. And I'm hitting up all my, all my. All the plugs. All my plugs. Hey, yo, I know you in there. Leaving me on red. I just, I don't even want to, I'm not even the type of person that likes to come to the door and skip the line. I just want to be told like, hey, you can come in even if it hits capacity. That's all I'm asking Mm. for. And the line was looking very much like it's about to hit capacity. Mm. So we're outside. It's cold. And I'm like, nah, we got to start drinking right now. So we leave the line. We go into the car, start drinking. And then by the time we get in there, that shit's packed. I'm telling you, like, body to body. Pun intended. Body to body is coming soon. Body to body. Like, hot, sticky. Steamy. Steamy. <laughs> and the girlies were fully outside. Everybody's outside. Everybody's drinking. Everybody seems to be in a good mood. Bentley is doing his fucking thing. On the ones and twos. And you know what I love about Bentley? I expressed this before, I'm sure. But what I love about Bentley is that he knows how to read the crowd. But also, he's going to give you what he wants to give you. He gives you a full Bentley experience. Like, if you go to a party... DJ by Bentley, you know that you were at a Bentley party. For sure. Like, he's good at introducing himself. He's good at talking on the microphone. He's good at hosting. He's good at making the party feel like it's one, not separated. Because, you know, a lot of people go out to the clubs and they're all doing the same thing. They're smoking. You have a phone call? You want to answer that? You want to put them on speakerphone? No. Oh, you're looking a little nervous. Okay. But, yeah, he makes the party feel like it's all one. And I love that because it is like, oh, it's like the way I imagined the club when I was younger mm-hmm. to be like you roll up in the spot and everybody's looking fly, smelling good and drinking and people feeling are actually nice. Dancing. People are actually, oh, there was a lot of people still doing the stand around thing, but a lot of people were dancing and he played all the sala joints, like all the real Dominican merengue. Bachata, he played Tipico, he played... No Suavemente. No, we didn't hear that no <laughs> once. We, he, he had a salsa. Thank you. Thank you, Bentley. No, for real. He, know, right. he knows. Come on, it's Bentley. He played a salsa uh, set, which mm. was very surprising because I haven't heard that out in a long... Like, there was just so, certain songs that he played. He played Me Tengo Que Ir, mm. which is like... A, if you know, you know. Like, if you're in the culture, part of the culture, you know that that song is about. Even if you're outside the culture, I think <clears throat> you know that one. Mm, some people may not. But anyway, it was super good. He played, he had an old school reggaeton set, which is a must. The tra? He had the. 
Yeah. Hagamos entonces, el sí, amor ¿no? con la ropa. Reggaeton sex. A, E, yo. Te pongo a pelear. I was like, searching through the crowd trying to catch ass. But also, <laughs> <laughs> he played a lot of like new shit Demon that time. people haven't Demon heard. Time, yeah. Heard. He played the guaracha. He played mm. a lot of dembo that I haven't even heard. So it was a very, 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 very good night. And then I slept in the next day because I was drunk. I was really lit. I think I went to bed like at four. That's probably the latest I went to sleep in a long time. At four o'clock in the morning, drunk off the douce. Douce. And let me tell you something about the passion fruit and douce combination. You got to try it. Okay. It's delicious. I usually do lemonade, but not all clubs have good lemonade. So then my boy, Michael, kept saying, let's go out, let's go out, let's go out. You don't really, you're not trying to be outside like that. Why are you not trying to be outside? And I'm like, I'm not pressed to be outside, especially <laughs> after I had a really good night. Amazing night. You know, then you go out and it's whack and it kind of ruins mm. the weekend. And you're like, I should have just stayed my ass at home. So I stayed my ass at home. Went to sleep early, like around 1030. Then the next morning, I have full intentions on being easy peasy. Like, I'm not trying to waste money, not trying to go out. I get a ring-a-ling from my dear best friend saying, come to the hill and let's get crazy. And what do I do now? Go get crazy because you have to get crazy. We went to brunch at VL. Shout out to VL. It was, what did I have? The hookah was busting. I didn't have, no, the wings were busting. I had the henny mm. sauce wings. And the girls were busting as well. Everything about it Everything was beautiful. Was Everything was just <laughs> great out there. And, yeah, it was it was a movie. It was a movie. We were celebrating Regina's uh, sister's birthday. Shout out to Joe, who was hey. turning a fresh 18 years old, Ooh. which is crazy. But, yeah, we was outside, and we were like, man, it's Sunday, it's 4.35 o'clock, and we're going to get drunk. And so we did. And it was a time. The crew was throwing ass, catching ass, smoking hookah, taking shots, drinking, laughing, yelling, doing everything. So it, I had a very, very Sounds like a weekend. fun time. I had a great, great weekend. And nothing crazy, like... I it's mean, just good vibes. Exactly. Hey. Just innocent fun. For me, demon time doesn't necessarily mean, ah, I'm outside like that. It just means like, mm. it's whatever, you know? You want okay. five hookahs? Let's get five hookahs. You want six shots? Let's take six shots. That's demon on, time for on me. On the house? On whose house? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just checking, I'm just checking, the, checking how the deep pockets? your pockets is. <laughs> Not that deep. First round on you? No. Let's go to the liquor store. (laughs) (laughs) Go get a bottle. That's how you know. And do the Dominican. Gluk, 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 gluk. (laughs) Truku, truku, (laughs) truku. Got to. Can't be outside spending that much money. That's crazy. But yes, that was my weekend. It was a good weekend. Sounds lit. Yeah, man. But before we forget, let's share our social media tags. You already know you can find me at the Real Root Bands PVD and (laughs) RKM. Underscore imaging. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to get creative too. I see. I'm I'm trying. I'm trying new things, experimenting, you know, mm-hmm. see what sticks. You're trying to be a motivational speaker. You want to be a I, chef. I, I a am photographer. that. I am that already. Like I motivate. It's just part of my life. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it since since the <laughs> okay. Snapchat days. Come since at me, Khaled. <laughs> Come at me, Khaled. You already know. You've been if coming you fu- at him since the beginning of time. Cause that was my thing too. I don't know. 
That was my thing too. I've been doing it before that. If you follow me, from now you already said two, so it wasn't just your Bef- thing before Snapchat. Your... I don't believe it you. was. Just, it wasn't on video. Though. It was my my. It was all in your head. No, <laughs> <laughs> all in. It's all in my head. Anyways, my Instagram is c r i s t i n a s e v underscore Christina Sev underscore on Instagram, where you could find Office Bay. You can find the movie on my stories. Uh, okay, Office Bay. You know? <laughs> like <No>. Otto does. <laughs> <laughs> He's a clown. Um, yes, follow us. And follow the Spark Up Podcast, Spark hey. Up Pod. Everywhere, everywhere that you find. Yo, tell um, a friend to tell a friend. Come fuck with us. Yes, please. Everywhere that you find podcasts, you can find this podcast. And yeah. Outside, we're gonna get into some pop culture. I changed the name because because culture shock was kind of sort of like Regina's thing, so we gotta switch it up. This segment is called Word on the Street. Word on the Street because what's a word you gotta keep your ears close to the streets. So, what's a word? What's popping? The word bird is the word. Black History Month, and we're still in it. I think today's the last day. Is today the last day of the month? No, tomorrow is or tomorrow. I'm rushing it. I'm rushing. Let me relax. Let me relax. So the curl cap becomes the first black owned apparel company to sell original authorized Disney merchandise. Wow. That's crazy. After all these years. So basically the hat is a hat for girls with curly hair. So it's like open in the back. And so they could pop out their hair. Mm -hmm. Um, And it has satin inside. Yes, and the creator's name is Sade. So shout out to Sade for that. That's really dope. Fire. Um, it's the first of its kind. I think it's the first curly hat in Disney, period. Not only is it owned by a black woman, but it's now something inclusive for the girlies with the curlies. Um, like and that, that was dope the to see. for the curlies. You like that? They should hire you to do a <laughs> jingle for them. I'm trying to tell you, man, all this cool cannot be for free. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be for free. They don't, this is not like the first time we see this type of hat. This mm-hmm. is just the first time we see it at Disney. So I just wanted to acknowledge that because I thought that was pretty dope. Um, and then next in our uh, word on the street is the interview with Drake and Little Yachty. Did you watch? I did. I did. What'd you think about it? It was just them hanging out, talking about <coughs> things that people already talked about. Mm. You know, like, you know, from... His career to the haters. You didn't think you learned anything new about Drake? That he's just a regular human being. Like he's everybody. A else. regular regular nigga. Like he's trying to be super regular. You know, even though he says he got the biggest tits. <clears throat> that that, that what? was what? Yeah, the biggest tits. I missed that part. Yeah. You were listening too. Close. <laughs> I was I was definitely listening to the whole thing. Um it's just something he went through. His, um, he was talking. I, bl- I believe it was his therapist that told him. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. He has 
you know, when you walk into the room, mm-hmm. he has the biggest tits in the if room. If you see so a girl with big tits, the only thing you notice, you notice is, is the big tits. Yeah, even if she's the nicest girl exactly. in the room, you'll never really give her the chance. So that's straight. Got, yeah, so you because he's mean? a star, nobody wants to really know Aubrey. Yes, I remember that conversation. Mm-hmm. That was a good that was a good thing. I think he said a lot of good things um on this interview. I think the most probably the thing that pops out the most to everybody is that he talked about a graceful exit, mm-hmm. right? Like retiring, which I think a lot of us that follow Drake know that like it's time maybe not to hang it up but to take a break. He's going he's going to pull the Jay-Z card. Yeah. Pop in and out whenever he wants to. But if you're Drake, you could do that. So yeah, and I and I think it'll come a point where he has to, mm-hmm. just because he'll have other ventures going on and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's like you can't you can't just rap forever. You know what I liked about this interview too, the fact that he has a relationship with Little Yachty, and you could tell like it was a genuine mm-hmm. relationship. And then he also has a relationship with Twenty One Savage, mm-hmm. and what I'm seeing is a pattern that Drake has like. He's good at acknowledging young talent and embracing them. He did it with the Migos. Mm-hmm. He did it with obviously Twenty One Savage. He did it with um, who was that young rapper that he did the remix with? I think it was a drill song, wasn't it? Mm. You know what song I'm talking about? It came out a minute ago. Quite a few. I forgot what it's called, but anyway, he did it with Little Baby. He gave Little Baby the cosign. Like he's just always done that. And then I think to myself, like, where do people get? The idea of Drake being a corn, right? Like Because people are <clears throat> hateful. Yeah, like he has he does corny things, right? But I don't think he's a corn for real. Like I think he's a from what he's a stand up dude. Yeah, like, I think from I mean? what like, he gives us. If if he messes with you, he wants you to go yeah. all the way. Like you he's know what I mean? Loyal. He wants to bet better you or try to help you get where you need. Such a Scorpio. I think that's that's stand up. Yeah, it is. You know, as as many people would say things about Aubrey, mm-hmm. like some people want to just call him out by his name. I mean, but that is you his know, name. which which there's nothing wrong with that, right? But, but we don't know him. But as we don't know him as Aubrey. You know, and a lot of people would just speculate. Are you talking about Wendell in particular? No, but I mean, <laughs> he he is one of the guys that calls <clears throat> Aubrey. Um, I think a lot of people just speculate on. His life. Like, he's a regular ass dude. I mean, but he Just is a star. Just with the biggest tits in the room. All right. This is the second time you talk about Drake's tits. What's going on? I mean, it was part of the interview. I'm just... <laughs> I thought it was also really dope to hear him talk about his mom mm-hmm. and Little Yachty expressing that him and Drake have similar relationships with his mom. And I always thought that it was so interesting to me when guys had... Re- I mean, I don't know many that are super close to their mom. But I feel like there's something to say about a man that loves his mom like that. Like, the way he takes care of her, the way he talks about her. Um, just like, I don't know, just like the way he is with her, according to what mm-hmm. we hear from him and his mom, too, right? Like, you could tell they have a loving relationship. Then he talked about, like, going to therapy and not really feeling like he needs therapy. And I'm like, damn. I wonder if that has to do with, like, his relationship with his mom when we had Lewis on here and I asked him, do you have both parents? I just always thought that was interesting. And I feel like it's mad funny to hear him talk about himself. Like he's not famous. Like because he, to him, he's, he's just Drake. Just Drake. No, I know. But when you're living in it, crazy. you don't see it for sure. And then 
it was also funny when he was like that Little Wayne thought his last name was Rogers. <laughs> Drizzy Drake Rogers because of his email. You know, one hilarious. thing that made me laugh <clears throat> about the interview is when they're talking about the babies. Yes, like you how much I mean? does like, the baby how, weigh? How much did you, your baby weigh? Like, <laughs> He's like, people I don't do know, ask I didn't that for up. real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's something most moms like, remember. You know, but it's something that it's I agree, like it's and pointless, like pointless to yeah. others. Like, like why, why are you, you asking me? Yeah. Well, how much did my baby weigh? People are so crazy but, and invasive. But, but I'll be, I'll keep it real with you. I, I've asked <laughs> that once before. To someone you know, you know. To someone I know, but yeah, that's different. But honestly, it that's just part know. of the baby conversation, though. They must, they gotta know that. Like, this is something you ask, like, "Oh my gosh, does the baby have a lot of hair? Or did you have to have a C-section? Or who could the?" I, I don't record? know about. Well, I I never asked. You know what I mean? C-section. I never asked that. Oh, I mean, but that's a common conversation. I didn't know. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Did you have a natural? Did you take the drugs? Did you not? Like, those are just questions that people ask when mm. people have babies. I do think it was funny, though, to hear, like, two men talk about what their baby weighs and not knowing. And then people, like, trying to relate that to them being bad dads, which is ridiculous. Speculating again. <laughs> right. It was a good interview. I was very... This is going to come off bad, but I'm going to say it anyway. I was very surprised by... Little Yachty's form of conversation. Like, he didn't come off to me through his music as a man that's good at, at conversation. So, it was very, it was, it was nice. I was surprised by it's it. It's good to see. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm trying, I'm trying to think what moments did I not not like you know yeah. what I mean, and I don't have one moment. No, it was I'm very like, natural. It was free flowing. Like, Drake tried to be funny about the sunset, which was, I thought was pretty funny. Um, and they were just two regular guys having a conversation, and I think we learned the Aquaman thing something. was pretty funny too. The, <laughs> Drake is funny. He's corny, but he's funny for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on, we um. Damn, which way do I want to take this? Because I you just want to talk about corny people. Yeah, exactly. So, well, the go- corny guys out here winning. Are they? They're winning this week. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah, they're no. Winning. Say, say, say no, what you gotta winning. say. Say what your chest. No, I'm just gonna agree that yes, corny people are winning this season. <clears throat> Yo, Gotti. Wait, where um, where has Yo? <laughs> what what corniness has Yo got? Is that Rocky? I feel what? like there's a pattern this year for people winning things that they never thought they could win. Damn, then I gotta win. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know somebody out there said, "Oh, that nigga's corny." Hey, so apparently, um, Michael B. Jordan was real salty when Loria approached him on the red carpet. I'm trying to find the. The audio. I had it on my Instagram, but it's not letting me pull it up here. But so basically she pulls him up. Oh, maybe I could pull it up right here. She pulls up on him on the red carpet. Mona Hustle Show. We got Michael B. Jordan, the director Mm -hmm. and the star of Creed 3. And, you know, we know each other. We go way back all the way to Chad Science in Newark. Okay. What a corny kid, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I did not say that. Misquoted for sure. No, you did not hear me say cry. I said we used to make fun of the name. But yeah, he is obviously killing things out here. How is the difference between you actually directing and working with the same people that you were directed with versus? Uh, it, it was it was awesome. You know, I'm having some. So they go on to have a, a decent interview, but by his the look of his face, he was dead ass. Yeah, like he was like, not I fucking with what her. you say. Yeah, and he even like look at me now. Shoulder. I'm Michael B. Jordan. I mean, okay, I'm gonna get to my criticism. I mean, about your Michael criticism, B. but his accomplishments. Of course, they else. speak for themselves. We cannot deny that he's very successful. He has this beautiful trilogy, Creed Three, coming out this Friday. And he's made a name for himself, whether mm -hmm. he's good at acting or not. He has gone this far. He's in Black Panther, which is mm -hmm. arguably one of the best movies ever in history, right? Like, according to, like, the impact. And then he was in Fruitville Station, which is another staple movie. Like, he's, and now he's directing. So, like, yes, he's Michael B. Jordan. He mm -hmm. modeled for Coach. Like, he's a superstar. We know that. Mm -hmm. He's an A-list actor. For sure. Um, But then it turns out, that it wasn't even L'Oreal that called him corny. It was the friend that she was potting with that mm. called him corny. She said that he was like the corny guy, like basically saying like the, the goody two front, shoes. In front of the class. Yeah, she called him cookie cutter. Yeah, which I feel like but I, I think, feel so many things. I, I think that is something that's wrong with our, our I don't know if it's just our culture culture mm -hmm. where where the guy that's actually doing things the that he's supposed edge. to do and take care of things that he's supposed to be taking care of gets made fun of not only that but like is the guy that's wearing like <laughs> khakis and like mm -hmm. he's not wearing jordans or he is wearing jordans but he's wearing like jordan 28s you know what i'm saying like, why you gotta do him like that no but i'm saying because I know what it's like to look at a guy and be like, he's too corny for me. You know what I mean? Like, not look at him and be like, but, <clears throat> you're not like you're looking for that cool factor. You're you're judging the book by its cover, basically. Not only that, but there are certain characters because there to me, what's corny to you? I was just about to say that there's a difference between corny and cornball. What's the difference? Like to a you? corn to me is. A guy who, like, thinks he's mad cool, but he's not. Like, he's a corn. Like, he's trying to be something he's not. That's a corn to me who's, like, disrespectful to women, doesn't know how to talk women, doesn't really have game, but he thinks, like, fresh-ass clothing and a beautiful face is going to take him far. And, like, maybe it does. For some women, I mean, that works. Beautiful takes you a long way. Beautiful, uh, pretty privilege is a real thing, so... Whatever works, works. But for me, that's a corn. Like, someone mm. that just overdoes it is flashy. Um, oh, my God. I have so many guys rolling through my head right now. Jesus. It's crazy. But, yeah, that's a cornball to me. It's like, you're not really that cool. And you really kind of even can't, like. You, you, need, you need the extra stuff to make up for. Yeah, your exactly. Like, you don't have much depth to Ooh, you. Like, you're just very shallow. Like you only like you're looking for the bad bitches. You're outside popping bottles. I mean, I think everybody's looking for yeah, the bad bitches. Yeah, but you know bitches. what I mean. Like, there's <laughs> just like there's like a certain demeanor about a cornball. Mm. Then a corny guy to me, I have more guys floating through my head. Is like a nerdy guy. 
Like he doesn't really have edge and he's responsible and he has a good job. Like Damn, I'm naming good that, things. That's probably me, but I'm not responsible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm naming all good things. And that's the problem that we have in our mm-hmm. culture is that you're calling the guy who doesn't do all the flashy stuff and not trying to be anything, just being himself. Mm-hmm. You're calling him corny. And like, yeah, he has a few dad jokes, but he's probably going to be a good husband. Probably going to be a good dad. Not to say that the cornball can't change and evolve, but like the corny guy, like the saying, you know, good guys finish last. Those guys get overlooked too. And and All people the will, time. for example, Russell Wilson, that would be somebody that a girl would call corny. Mm. He's a good guy. He's a simp. He loves his girl. He shows her love. He doesn't really dress in like Balenciaga with big old dookie chains. Like he doesn't do any of that. He just like is comfortable in his skin. He's subtle. Exactly. But I think that these are good attributes for a man or woman. Like not everybody's going to be like Tiana Taylor down the block. I think that's the other thing about corny guys. Because L'Oreal said in the original podcast that... He would walk around with a headshot because he believed in himself. But to other people, because he's a square, he's corny. They're probably like, this nigga, look at this nigga walking around with a headshot. Thinking he's going to go to Hollywood. Because they're from Newark, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, as she described, like they're from the hood. But I do like that he came at her neck because that checks people, right? Like. Mm-hmm. I heard Be you. careful what you say about people. And also, like, he didn't let that phase him. You know what I mean? That could have easily been something. I mean, it stuck with him, obviously. That and, was and years he wasn't, ago. He wasn't, there was no animos- animosity towards him. It looked him. like there was animosity in his face. He was just making sure that you knew I was serious. <clears throat> like, you know I'm serious. Yeah, he was very serious. But I don't think there was, like, anything past that. Like, you know what you said. Look at us naming things that are like not even bad. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, like it's so I mean? it sounds like, so. Foolish. What is your definition of corny? Maybe I fit the mold. Yeah, you and then I mean? fuck it. At the end of the day, I'm me. <laughs> I I I ain't budging. I ain't, I ain't bending for nobody. Yeah, you know I am me. I present myself how I present myself here. I present myself out there. How I present myself on my social media. I'm, you know, and I feel like a lot of people. You know, I I think that's why a lot of people are walking around with a lot of hurt because they're not being themselves. Yeah, you know, which is some which people is don't fine. know themselves. Yeah, like that's I've asked people, part. like, what do you like to do? They're like, uh, I don't know. Follow the like, trend. I, I like, for example, I like to go fishing. I like to go do things that are more, um, you know, like shoot like guns, activities. activities. <laughs> like, you know, get <laughs> mm-hmm. me outside. You know, I do like the gym, and I'm going to return, and I'm going to get slow. Okay, sir. You know what I mean? I'm going to get nice and right to each zone at the end of the day. For sure. You know, because in about somebody's the corny book, guy. you are the corny person. I feel like the corny guy, he's going he's gonna to make you happy. That's how I feel. Am I going to make somebody happy? You, no, I'm not talking about you in particular. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. That's <laughs> mad funny. I mean, Damn. I don't know. But we can move on to a real a corn ball to, like, how I was speaking my def- definition earlier, which is um, blue face. So there's this 
strange fascination with Blueface and Krishan. They're actually like touring right now. And they're going different places and getting booked to host parties and host this. And Chris Brown, because we haven't talked about this, but I talked about this a little bit on the radio, but I could do it uncensored here. So I'm excited to talk about it. Um, Right. So they're like super violent with each other, super toxic. They're like together one day, mm-hmm. then they're not. And like people will say dumb shit like, oh, but niggas do that every day. Like that happens in the everyday life. And I'm like, yeah, but it's, you're still a corn for that. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't make it better because people do it in real life. Like, and stop talking about celebrities. Like they're, they're not in real life. people's traumas. Yeah. And that is scary because Krishan is actually an addict and she comes from addict. Like people in her family are addict. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just weird. Like when they're on TV, yeah. I'm not going to hold you. I watched one interview because I was just so curious. Like, why are people so fascinated by this? It. And I don't see it either. I watched it for like 20 minutes and I I turned it off. It's messy. It's disrespectful. It's embarrassing, actually. At at some point, we're we're celebrating. And I wrote this on a post because DJ Academics posted them. And I was like, yo, stop posting this. Because at the end of the day, you know, you are celebrating somebody's hurt. Somebody's really dealing with somebody like a blue face or like a Krishan. Yeah, they're both. You know what I mean? They're both toxic. However we look at it, whether he started, she started first, it don't matter. Yeah, they're in a very Hurt people situation. hurting people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like that pulls us away from healing, you know, as a community. You know, I feel like a lot mm. of times when we celebrate these things, that's why I don't like um, those types of shows and stuff like that. Like the reality people, show? Yeah, like the Housewives. I hate those shows and because they make of that. Bread. And they make bread because people like a train wreck. Yeah, people like mess. I, 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 who else says that? Train wreck. Um, I think Charlamagne might, might be the one well, that says, says that. He says a lie is always better than the truth or something like that. But people like a like messy shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like Because it's entertaining to some extent, right? But I feel like Krishan and Blueface, this it's not healthy. is yeah, it's not funny anymore. It's not healthy, and you know that is just watching them. They're not that old. They're young. They're, they're like twenty two. Young, yeah. You know that's close to one of my nieces. Oof. One of my nieces is like in 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 her early twenties. Mm-hmm. I, I know and I that's... sound kind of old, but. You know what I mean? No, but that's but it's real the life. reality. You know what I mean? And we're celebrating this. Like, what is you celebrating for real? Like, you know yeah, what I mean? How are you supposed to better yourself if this is what you're putting into it? You know, we was talking with Crook Rock diets. Mm-hmm. This is part of a yeah, diet. Everything you take in, in affects you exactly. For sure, so, down to what you know you're what listening mean? to, watching, eating, everything. So at the end of the day, like. I don't want this to be part of my diet at all. Yeah, me either. Like, I this is not like, what I look for. I avoided like COVID. I was going to say the plague, but COVID is realer. Oof. When I see it, I just scroll past. I don't even click it. I don't read the comments. I'm just not interested in this. I think we should we should find them help. I think the people around them should find them help. Um, That's another thing. The people around them are worse. Yeah, because they're... they're but, you know what I mean? Sometimes... When people don't want to hear anything, you can't. Yeah, but I would quit. Like, I'm I would not qu- about to morally, work. Morally, I would quit yeah, too. Yeah, that's weird. But 
I can't also blame somebody for sticking around, you know, because some some people need the bread. That's sick. That's how you're feeding your family at the end of the day. Try to help. Mm. You know, I don't know if they're trying to help. That's hard but, because. <sighs> but from what it looks like is like, you know. That's so hard. It's it, just like, it's, how can you deal with that all the time? It's hard, and I'm going to tell you why it's hard. Because I try not to talk about this so much because I don't want it to be my life story, but it is part of my testimony. And when you're in a violent, abusive relationship, you, like, before I was in one, I was always be like, I'll never let a guy put his hands on me. I'll never let a guy talk to me like that. I'll never do this. I'm leaving. And I would advise my other friends, like, you need to leave him. He's not treating you right. But when it's happening to you, that is a whole different story. Because a lot of it is, first of all, they're young. One. Two, there's trauma on each end. So you're putting two damaged people together. Now you're trauma bonding. And, like, it's just a lot of layers. And it's not that easy to leave a situation like this. It's also the thrill, right? Like, Mm -hmm. this is going to sound crazy, but the thrill of, like, will he hit me today? Will I hit him back? Like, you start to feel like that. Or you start to start shit on purpose. Yeah. And it gets very much out of control. once you go from zero to 100. It's downhill. It's it's downhill. This is not going to end well. You're not thinking. Yeah, you're not thinking. You're not in the right state of mind. You're out of character completely. And then all you know is how to behave in that. So now it's like this nasty Mm -hmm. cycle and pattern. And, you you know, know, I don't wish anything bad on them. Mm -hmm. I I hope that they can eventually separate and grow and evolve as people. But there'll be a lot less people either in predicaments and incarcerated and in any situation because you can avoid when you think. For sure, but not everybody has but. that brain capacity, and that's the truth. And that goes to, I mean, as a parent, right? Like, you just pray that you can mm-hmm. instill things in your children so that they don't have to go out into the world broken. Like, mm. like I was talking to a friend of mine today about how I feel like I've been lazy parenting, right? And mm. that's a term you use when you're, like, just at home, but you're not really present or you're not really spending quality time. And so I've been doing that recently because I'm in my head and, and to avoid being in my head or like to distress, I isolate. Like when I'm at home, I'm like on my computer doing something on my phone, like listening to music. I'm trying to distract myself from the stress, Mm -hmm. but also distracting myself from my kid And when you do that, like, kids remember that. They feel when you're not present. They feel when you're not loving them. And so I say all that to say, like, I'm not trying to turn this into a parenting thing because no parent is perfect. But there's something to say about people that pay close attention to their kids who are more mindful of what kind of human being they are and not for their own sake but for your kid's sake. Mm. Like, and then there also has to be responsibility in that. If you're not in the right place, it's, it's obviously more complicated than than I'm saying it. But, like, an addict, for example. Like, you know, how did you find yourself in the position to have a baby? I get it. Irresponsibility. You're, you're literally, your brain is deteriorating. So there's just a lot of facets. But I say all that to say love on your kids. That's it. That's my only message. Because then you don't know what they could turn to, who they could fall in love with. 
or think they fall in love with and it's just disgusting and love on your friends too because some people <clears throat> that come into your life they're looking for that like to fill that void that they didn't get or they're coming from traumatized past love on people because see if i had a friend like this yo i don't even i wouldn't even know what to do honestly i can't even say i would do this i would do that because you don't know until you're in that position but prayers out to everybody who's dealing with nonsense like that because that is not a good time but when they come out of it they're gonna be like oh damn i can't believe i was really in that because that shit is crazy you don't even know you're in it to one point you're just like living that life it's dirty yeah i i you know, although Chris Brown did what he did, <clears throat> you know, I do agree with what he said. About him, like, people still, he said, what did he say? Basically, he was saying how he didn't like, well, he's obviously angry that people keep holding what he did at 17 against him, right? That was mm-hmm. the words that he said. Like, how are you going to hold what I did at 17 made a mistake? And I'm glad that he called it a mistake. Um, made a mistake at 17 still at this age and you celebrate Krishan and Blueface, mm-hmm. which I agree with him. The thing that tripped me up about that is that Blueface is in such a fucked up mindset that he basically was like, oh, you got to take it on the chin. Like, that's the cards that was dealt for you. Like, just mm-hmm. because you abuse your girl and people are holding it against it doesn't like he was just saying a lot of cornball shit. And I was very, very disgusted by it and also very triggered. And then he said at the end, like, oh, you hit the wrong bitch, which is, like, super disrespectful to Krishan. On top of you already disrespecting her on the daily, you basically say, like, maybe if you hit a piece of shit like Krishan, you could get away with it. That's how I took it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he said. And that's wild. That is wild. Like, and people were laughing at about, um, laughing about it or laughing. Yeah, What's laughing saying? about it. Laughing? What am I saying? I don't even know if I'm speaking English anymore. But anyways, people were laughing at it on Twitter as if it's funny. I don't know. I don't know where people says that, but let's move on from this. Let's see what else we have. Ice Spice. We got a stepdad application. Where you want to go? Emasculation of men. Um, Comparing legends. Diana Ross, Beyonce. Where you want to take this? Let's let's just run down the Ice Spice road. Yeah. I you think- thought I was feeling you? I think she's good for the movement. A what movement? <clears throat> for the women's movement. the women's rappers, the hip hop you know, scene. I think this is I'm not gonna say that she's a lyricist or anything like that. You like her lyrics? But I do. You know what I mean? She's she's doing her thing. I can't be mad at her. I love Ice Spice. I love everything about this girl. You could tell that they're training her to be famous. Mm -hmm. Because when she sits at interviews, she whatever you ask her, she answers it. She doesn't say anything more, anything less. Mm -hmm. It's very like, this is my sentence, period. Next sentence, period. She's not like running on Mm. unless she's like explaining something that they ask her to explain, which I thought was great. I don't know who's on her team, who's managing her, but they're They're doing doing a a great job so far. Um. And she's she just she's young. Like I feel like she has so much ahead of her. And we were right about Cardi B, so I feel like I'm right about Ice Spice as well. I think, yeah, I think we were seeing something else right here. That new song that she got, the pop song, mm-hmm. I was impressed. 
Dope. I'm impressed by this girl. Talented I, for sure. Yes, I love her new EP. I blast it at least once a week. Um, she makes me feel like a bad bitch for real, for real. Like I'm about to wear booty shorts. We're, we're celebrating um, Dominican Independence oh, yes. Day. She's a Dominican she artist as half well. Dominican. That's half right. Dominican. Her mom is Dominican, I think, and then her father is black. And yeah, there's just so much to learn about her. I'm excited. She's only 23 years old. She's already given us mad bops. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to see this. Career. Keep doing your thing, Queen. You know, not Queen, please, Lord. No, you, you know like who that? I want to didn't s- sound natural. No, you know who I want to see Damn. more of, Lady London. She's I would fire. like to, but but what's going on there? The barrier. What do you mean? Like you think she's it's not management? breaking through? Yeah, I just don't think Lady London is being managed properly. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. With right timing, you, you though. Know, maybe she'll pop later on. Hopefully, it's time for everybody. For Ice Spice, it feels like overnight. I wasn't hip to her um, until Munch. Munch came out, obviously. And Munch is huge. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Let's see. What do we have here? Jonathan Majors, who is mm-hmm. an actor who you can tell Hollywood is setting him up to be the nice. one. Um, I and he's actually really good. He's a great actor. He is a fresh 33 years old. Um, you might have seen him in Lovecraft Country and the new Ant Man. The harder they fall. Oh my gosh, that amazing. Movie is amazing. Devotion and he'll be in the new Creed. And he's he's um Kang from oh, the Marvel right. Universe. Yes. yes. That's true. He's in he's in a couple things, you know. He's in a he's in a lot of good uh, he has quality work. I'll say well, that. He's right? been around for some bit too. Of course. No actor that we see on the big screen started yesterday. They all have a resume. But anyway, <clears throat> so oh, I, didn't, I didn't know he was in White White Boy Rick. That was actually a good one. Yeah, I like that. So I want to get your opinion on this because I know what franchise feels when I talked about it on the radio. So mm-hmm. there's this whole weird trend going around mm-hmm. that people are trying to emasculate black men specifically. Like certain things that men are doing or men are accepting are emasculating, right? Mm-hmm. Or what's emasculating too? So they're saying that this ebony cover is emasculating. Bands, when you look at this ebony cover of Jonathan Majors in silk shorts and roses, do you feel uncomfortable? I don't. Yeah. Do you think that this is like feminine? No. It looks very. It looks uh, like a regular dude to me. You you guys don't don't dress like this for your woman. And that's the point I was trying to get I'm, at, I'm, but I'm I couldn't say it on the like, radio. You know what I mean? Like, aren't you doing this for your woman? Like, aren't you supposed to be sexy? I'm. I, I think so. That's why I'm trying to get get this bod going. You know what I mean? So he I can trying be to be in all this sexy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fill up. I'm going yeah. to do a photo shoot with me in the tub. Oh, Tupac did that. But with roses. Wow. Ah. Hey. Now you're Perfect. tinking. 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 <laughs> no, nah, but I don't, I don't think there's anything weird about it. You're weird if you're thinking anything weird about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're a weirdo. Like, why can't he be sexy? Yeah, I don't understand. I don't. I don't see anything you gay. Because that's you, really what it is. You know, I'm it's start, homophobia. I'm, I'm starting to... To kind of not care for the no um no homo culture, 
Mm. You know, not to, you know, I don't want anybody to feel, you know, offended that I'm using the word homo. Um, but it's a word. But that's the culture that a lot of people use, like, oh, pause. Like, why Why should I say pause? Pause because something sounded weird to you. Right. That means you are already thinking about something weird. Mm-hmm. You know, and, I'm, and I've been trying to either. reprogram myself to not think those things are weird. So uh, sometimes you'll hear me say pause. But being you gay know, but, is not weird. No. It's not weird. We're in no, no, not, and, and I never want to make No, I'm not saying feel, to you. I'm just saying, like, people feel weird. Uh, the whole thing stems from homophobia. People feel weird about mm-hmm. people being gay. That's point blank, period. And but, so but, this... But let's, on, say, but, let's on, say... Hold on. But mm-hmm. this... So this ebony... Um, I don't know what it was spread. called. Spread, yeah. Is people are just afraid that it looks gay. People are afraid that he's gay, that he's a gay black man. And a lot of people... What, what if he is? And a lot of people are... Like, people, other podcasts have talked about how that comes from trauma. Like, slavery and being taken away from your family. And the crack epidemic and being in jail. And, like, this whole, like, not letting black men be free. But mm-hmm. this is a part of it, too. Like, letting black men express themselves, create how they want, be gay, not be gay. Like... Be yourself. Just be yourself, exactly. Be yourself. I'm I so think, tired I think of this. We could sit here and say, oh, if he if he is gay, what does it matter to you? Are you sleeping in bed with this guy? And that's my thing. Why are people like, so grown-ass man thinking another grown-ass man can't do what he wants because I don't like what you subscribe to. It's weird to me. Yeah, that's very strange. You know behavior. what I mean? And, you know, this is coming from somebody that used to, you know, not embrace the culture, but kind of be part of it. Yeah. No, so we like all were late, at one point. Lately, like, I've been learning, relearning things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so what if he's gay? Let him be gay. Right. But he's not gay. And that's I, the other part of you it. You know, it, it, people people going to hate regardless. There was a conversation. I forgot who. Oh, the Joe Budden podcast. It pissed me off because. Um, of course, all the old niggas on the podcast, Joe, Ice, and Ish, their concern was that he was forced to do this spread. Mm. But he's on the red carpet saying like, yeah, I think it's a great spread. I think it was sexy. It's Valentine's Day. You know, yeah. um, shout out to the women over at Ebony who booked him. And and, I'm and like, as a Yo. photographer, I'm, I'm all in for the art. Let's make it's art. It's really art. Let's make art. It's like, creative. really, like, you know what I mean? Let's push the boundaries. Mm. There's no rule. When it comes to... uh, I can't even talk. When it comes to photography, there's no rules. Right. And I think in your life, there shouldn't be no rules that deter you from being who you are. Right. Be who you are. Or expressing and pushing that. Exactly. Working outside of the box. I think it was... Maybe I'm too progressive. Maybe. We don't see men in... A lot of more feminine things. Fun. Yeah, exactly. Like you know what I mean. Like like Harry Styles, for example, who wears dresses and yeah, like you know what I mean. Makeup, like, nail polish. At, at the end of the day, if it makes that man happy, let that man be happy. What if are you? It makes you happy. Like why are you? Why are you wasting your energy on something like that? It's pretty ridiculous. Like, I don't know. I'm just I'm just starting to come to a point in life where I'm like, 
why are you smarting that? Yeah, like, why are you Why is that so important to you that you feel like you have to? Why are you pressed like? Be mad, like, oh, I'm mad you did all spread. It looks all feminine. Like, nah, like, let the, the man's making money. Let him make his money. And that's another thing, like. He he is rich and you're complaining broke. This is crazy. But anyway, moving on to our last uh topic here for word on the street is that Stephanie Mills interview. took it to an interview to say that Beyonce is good, but she's no Diana Ross. And then he she said that Beyonce is hip hop. Uh, and she said a whole bunch of other things. So I just wanna go off i just want to start by saying the obvious we weren't alive to see diana ross diana ross's prime right obviously she's still with us and we thank god right Mm because a lot of legends we don't like to to see her performance yeah we don't we don't get to see a lot of legends come this far Right, mm-hmm. like she still tours, she still sings, she looks great. Her family is beautiful. God bless Diana Ross, right? And so, when people are not a part of the prime of someone's career, it's hard for them to acknowledge it, right? Mm-hmm. Like for me, I don't remember when Illmatic came out, so it mm-hmm. didn't hit me the way it hit other people, or I don't remember when Biggie passed away because i was too little to remember it you know what i mean same thing with tupac there's just all these monumental things that happen that if you weren't there you just don't feel it feel it the same just like when eventually back that ass up is not gonna have the same effect on the crowd eventually Eventually. people will not run to that song because we're aging out it'll be the old lady it'll be It'll be the aunties on the dance floor It'll for sure. It'll be the grandmas. It'll be the grandmas. You know, you know how yeah. people do the um, when you go to like dances. Sometimes they come out dressed as grannies. No, you ever seen? Where that? do you be at? <laughs> outside. Outside. <laughs> the grannies be outside too. No, my point. <laughs> my point is, unless it's, hey, sugar, please, unless it's somebody like Michael Jackson who impacted. Mm-hmm. The world on a grand scale like that and then created other icons and legends, right? Chris Brown, Usher, Neil, Justin Timberlake. Like, Michael Jackson is the tree of, like, stardom. He is the blueprint. He's the pinnacle, exactly. And so I don't want to take that away from Diana Ross and saying, oh, Beyonce's better because I'm a beehive Mm -hmm. member. But I will say, no, not buts. Also, we have to acknowledge that what Diana Ross, women like Diana Ross, Gladys Knight, Aretha Franklin, Stephanie Mills, Stephanie Mills, they paved the way for Mm -hmm. a Beyonce, Beyonce. Tina Turner. They -hmm. paved a way for a Beyonce to come alive. I want to hear your thoughts on this. I I am saying my thoughts on this. (laughs) Like, uh oh, not the deep breath. I'm thinking in deep breath because I don't want to sound like a hater, but you're about to do some hating. This is what everybody does when they're about to. Say yeah, it's like no wow. offense, and then you say something offensive, and maybe it's not offensive, or maybe I'm not hating. But Stephanie Mills, your opinion kind of doesn't matter today, and not in the sense where mm-hmm. like I'm saying Diana Ross's legacy is debunked because it's mm-hmm. not what she did with the Supremes and mm-hmm. she did now and. 
how could she could still go on tour and perform her old things and people still come out to see her. That's great. Like we cannot take that away from her. And I hate the conversation where we feel like we got to push and pull one way or the other. We could say Diana Ross is great, period. And so is Beyonce. I think I think she said that, though. Yes, but it just felt like she was trying to say, like, it was basically she was. I That's mean, the Jordan LeBron conversation. I was just about to say that, like, she was sunning Beyonce. But yeah, technically, as she should. Beyonce is below her. Yeah. Technically. <clears throat> well, no, let's not, not, not say below. Not below her in in stardom and stuff like that. But like, you know, what I mean, you came after me. The True. The other argument I don't like, and Franchise was talking a bit about this on the radio. I wanted to call the radio so bad and scream. People are saying, well, Diana Ross saw, sold real records, real vinyls, so they real CDs. Beyonce. No, because, I mean, yes, Beyonce had some of that. Diana Ross didn't sell half of the records Beyonce sold. Just, Wait, hold on. To- we don't know that to be true. Hold on. But just because somebody did something in their time, it doesn't mean what Beyonce is doing now in her time is not as impactful. Like, just because today we don't mm-hmm. buy CDs and vinyls mm-hmm. doesn't mean Beyonce isn't who Beyonce is. Beyonce is arguably one of the best entertainers of all time. She's definitely the best entertainer of this generation, at mm-hmm. least in the last 30 years, I'm going to say. Because she's been around like since... Her yeah, she's been around since facts. 98, right? The first No 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 came out in 98. Destiny huh? Child, one of the biggest mm-hmm. girl groups of all time. Then what came out of Destiny Child was also dope. Like Michelle did her thing, Kelly did her thing. That legacy is not to be taken lightly. Mm-hmm. And then people will say, well, a franchise was like, oh, um, if it wasn't for Jay-Z, Beyonce would not be as famous. I'm like, are you crazy right now? Beyonce was mainstream before Jay-Z could even think about being mainstream. Jay-Z was the number one rapper according to our culture. Now he's this big rap hip-hop mogul, right? But when Blueprint went platinum, it wasn't because the world was buying it. It's because we all came together and said we're buying this album because it fires Jay-Z and he's the hottest rapper in hip hop. It wasn't because the white people co-signed him. He wasn't mainstream. He, no. You didn't hear Jay-Z at 92 Pro FM for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so for you to say that it's Beyonce would not be Beyonce if it wasn't for Jay-Z is crazy. And then another thing they said is if it wasn't for her dad, she wouldn't be who she is. But everybody has a machine behind them. Mm-hmm. Nobody does it alone. Diana Ross had an amazing machine behind mm-hmm. her as well. So what are we talking about here? Why are we putting them against each other? This is two different times. That shit pisses me you know, off. I, now I'm riled up, about to play Beyonce. I think Stephanie Mills was just answering the question asked. You and know, and sure. I, I, I don't think anything wrong about it. But then she um, called her hip hop. Like, why are you saying that? We know what I it mean, the code word for hip hop is ghetto. No. Yes, it is. I don't think she meant it like that. I think This is an older woman. No, 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 no. I, I do think there's some of the, 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 my generation was better there, but I, I, I don't. Your I don't, beard is ruffling on the on the microphone. Please, ew. All right. Can you finish what you're saying? I, I think that. 
I don't think there's anything wrong with what she said. She, she was signing her. For real. Like, as you should. You know, it's like the older rappers are like, oh, these kids suck. You know, we did it better in our time. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. However, I think the people took it a, a different way. Because you I know, because she she's she stopped and made clear that she's not like she said Beyonce is great, okay. but to her, all right. Let let's not get redundant here. Let's get let's drive this to the point. The point is that she called her hip hop. A lot of people were disappointed about that. But doesn't Beyonce make hip hop? I think she's a well rounded artist. I don't think and there's nothing th- wrong and with that. that's my point. She's not just hip hop. She's um, larger how, than hip hop. However, Diana Ross wasn't. She was just R and B. So if it's, if we're having a conversation about who's the biggest artist, obviously Beyonce is. But I do see what Stephanie Mills was trying to say. And that's another thing is that technically, right? I'm talking about like numbers. I don't like to talk about numbers because. Greatness isn't measured by numbers. There's somebody great right now in a small city like uh, J. Cole was, right? Fayetteville, North Carolina, who's fire. So, like, your gift and your talent is not equated by number. But if we are talking numbers and we are talking cultural impact, Beyonce's is bigger than Diana Ross. Yeah. And we can blame social media if you want. But Beyonce was a star before social media, before we turned into this internet world. And again, I'm not taking away from Diana Ross because I wasn't there for it. So I couldn't, I can't even really tell you. But from what I'm seeing and from what I'm hearing, Beyonce's impact is bigger. Am I saying that we debunk Diana Ross? No, she's a pioneer. But anyway, who am I? But but again, that is to you because Beyonce <clears throat> is the best of your generation, for sure. But I can acknowledge legends, and I I know what Diana. I'm I me. I'm but I'm a specific type of music fan. I mm-hmm. go back. I know my history, so I can't. I'd be foolish to say Beyonce is better. I'm mm-hmm. saying she's more impactful. For sure, that's how I feel. Anyway, in terms of I agree with you all around fashion music. Film, she not so much on the film, but too easy, go easy, go easy, not too much, my girl. But anyway, we move forward. Um, they're both great. They're both legends. When it's all said and done, and we talk about women who did things in the music industry for other women, we're gonna say Diana Ross first, of course, and we're gonna say Beyonce, and that's it. Come on now, they're all great. And Beyonce is not just hip hop; she's everything. What doesn't Beyonce do? Also, Beyonce, stay away from film. (sighs) All right. The time is here. The time is here. Happy Independence Day. Happy Independence Day. Plop, 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 plop. Dominicano soy. 1800s, right? 1869, is it? 1889. Do you know it? What kind of Dominican are you? Do you know what? What do you think? This is not on the question. This is not part of the itinerary. Mm-hmm. So 
Answer this lightly. Ooh. Don't get crazy. Okay. But what do you think is in the Dominican package? What do you mean by... Like your, your being, your personality, your demeanor. What do you have to have or what should you be able to relate to if you're Dominican? El piquete, el flow. You wanna, All Dominicans have you a, be a flow. Hick so like, bad. Nah, 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 for real. Like Swag. Dominicans, ha- you could tell a Dominican for sure because of the way he's talking to you. Like, mm. you know what I mean? There's a flow there. He's a bubble, just, so for real. You know, sometimes you gotta be a bubble. Finesse, finesse. The finesse is real. One thing about Dominicans is they're gonna flirt you down to the ground every time they see you, even if you reject them. But yeah, the starter pack, that's true. A lot of Dominicans, and this is why I say, like, black people everywhere are really so much alike. Because you know, mm-hmm. I can smell a Dominican a mile away from the way they talk. You know, it's just like, to, it's, it's cool, it's, it's hip, it's vibe. urban, it's, yeah, it's something well, about you it. You know, Dominican Republic is technically the ghetto of the Hispanics. If well, that's what they say. You right? know, not not saying it in a in a wrong way. Me, I know I'm. We're getting, urban. We're the urban yeah. of you know what I mean. We are though. The Latino culture, you can say. But everybody loves DR. For and sure, everybody loves them. There's a lot of history there. There's a lot of history there. So it's one of the, one of the ports, basically. Yeah, according to Wikipedia, DR's independence was damn. I missed it. Oh, here it is. 179th anniversary of Dominican Republic. Um, Nope, that's not it. That can't be. That's too young. I just had it pulled up. Anyways, what's in the, what else is in the Dominican starter package? Some people will say white pants. No, nah, that's... That's a stereotype? Stereotype, for you sure. You never wore white pants ever in your life? I have. When? Funeral. Oh, that doesn't count. You got to wear um, white to the funeral. I think that's a stereotype. I wouldn't wear white pants like that on a regular day. Even if they had rips in them, be honest. If they had rips, you <laughs> might be on to something. You but, know what I thought was part of the Dominican starter package, mm. but it's not dancing. The I mean, more I, I go through. I know it's so sad. The more I go through life, the more I realize not every Dominican has rhythm. And it makes me sick to my stomach. But they dance. Stomach. No matter what. No matter what. No matter what. That's mad funny. I literally posted that today on my Instagram page about how dancing is so embedded in our culture. No matter what it is, there's music, there's dancing. You know, you know why I think that I don't like to like just get up and dance because as a kid it was always like, baila, coño, baila, baila, baila. <laughs> like I'm always getting pushed to You're dance and I'm like, now. They did do dirty now because your your rhythm, where did it go? It escapes you. No, nah, my rhythm's still there. I just don't be dancing like that. Exactly. Your and then when I dance, you. it'd be like, damn, you could dance. I'm like, you be getting yeah. so tight. I don't want to dance. I don't want to dance. I don't want to dance. <laughs> like, why are you so mad? Because, because I hate being forced. Uh, I hate being forced to do anything. That's hilarious. But anyway, let's go into a little bit of the history of Dominican Republic. Um, Let me open this up according to Wikipedia. So, we all know that that land was first the Española. Mm -hmm. 
and it was one big land at first, right? Christopher Columbus settled there. And if you go in DR, to DR right now, you go to, um, uh, what is it called? La Zona Colonial. Mm -hmm. the, the house that Christopher Columbus lived in or slave masters, whoever, all that stuff is still there, still very much, well, it's not very intact, but a lot of major pieces are there. And, you know, when you walk through that, like, you I might be something. dramatic. No, no, you feel something. But it feels very, like, eerie. Like, it feels very crazy. I remember I used to be proud of the history because I didn't know the history. Mm. Um, But, yeah, so that's... I think a lot of people don't know the history. A lot of people don't know. And the history that they teach in schools in DR is very different from the one that we learn here in America. Mm. But, yeah, so DR was one of the first countries... Well, it says the Dominican Republic is the second largest nation in the Antilles by area. So that's Cuba. Cuba, Dominican Republic. Puerto Rico. Um, Jamaica, Puerto yep. Rico. All the Caribbean countries basically over there on that side. And uh, the, um, what's it called? The mixture of people, right? Our roots are mm -hmm. Tainos, Spaniards, Africans. Africans, of course. And I think that's it. And then if, if you want to say French, because Haiti... Asians were all kind of like all the same. And then you have, right, so you're, you're starting a country that's deeply rooted in racism and colorism. Then you slavery have too. slavery, yes, big time slavery. Then you have a dictator who comes in. I don't know what year he came in. Trujillo. Trujillo who was admired, by the way, mm -hmm. loved, because he... What he was trying to do was basically, and that's where the term comes from, um, when you're like, when you're with a lighter skinned guy and they're like congratulating you because you're fixing your genetics, you're mm -hmm. fixing your genes. What did they used to say? Arreglando la raza. There we go. That's where that term com comes from, right? Like fixing your race. It came from when Trujillo... Because Continued. everybody thought that the white race was the superior race. Yes. Which blue eyes, light blue, skin. Blue eyes, light skin. Yeah, so they were killing off all kinds of black-facing, mm -hmm. presenting people, whether you were Haitian or Dominican. And everybody was under this reign of his. A lot of people will say that there was less violence then. There was more jobs, whatever. The country was in tip-top shape, according to some people. Um, and then they were freed from Trujillo, of course. And if you don't know, there was three, actually three women that strategized to kill him, to get rid of him, to dethrone him. The Elmanas Mirabal, I think their name is. They're also known as La Mariposas. There's a movie on this. It's actually really good with Mark Anthony. And when you go to that area where Christopher Columbus landed, the irony is that across the way is the tree that they planted in honor of these women. So it's like you have these progressive women that fought for freedom, mm -hmm. that fought against racism and colorism, are right across the street from mm. what started everything, the roots. So DR is heavily, 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 heavily rooted in racism and in colorism, and we still see that today in in all kinds of Dominican families, right? Like, well, I th I, th I think you see it more outside of DR. What you mean? The colorism. <clears throat> like in America? Yeah, like the way we see DR from America. 
mm. than being in DR and looking well, at Well, cuz they're not aware of it. Exactly. They just it's in them. It's just a part of them. Not not only that, but out there you see the people for who the people are. That's not true, you though. You know, it's not like here. We see what the images that are put out from DR. Well, yeah. You know, yeah. We're I guess both things can be true. From when you're there is a whole different story. And yeah. I'm not talking about, like, you know what I mean? When you're there in, in the country, not in the tourist attractions. When, no, when you're I going know. To, but colorism still exists. No, no, for sure. For sure. That's, that's what I'm still, talking about. That still exists, but I don't think it is... Like, I think we see it more on this side of things. No, we're just aware of it on this side, but it's the same in and out. If you go to DR and you're darker than me, they call you un haitiano, which is, first of all, that's mad prejudice because Mm -hmm. you're using Haitian as an insult to me, which there's nothing wrong with being Haitian. And you're only saying that because I'm dark, but there's light skin Haitian. It's just a lot of ignorance around color, around race. For sure. If some Dominicans, you tell them that they're African, they don't want to hear about it. Yes, there's a lot. But I think it's just like, there's, there's, I don't think it's a high percentage of Dominicans, if that makes sense. I think it's just not I talked think, about. I th- No, I think it, it's talked about, but it is Swept under the rug Yeah but when you go to DR You won't hear a lot of people Like the term that we use here You won't hear them say Afro-Latino Yeah Now today I definitely heard But how long did it take For the country to get to that place That we're aware of Well yeah true Because we don't like that That we're aware of You see like You know When and I'm only speaking from my experience because I can only speak from my experience. But when I was out there. But your family is also predominantly brown. That's the other black. difference. Well, yeah. Okay. But black is in you know what I mean? You know what I mean? No, no, no. Just saying like, like wherever down the line you think black is, that's my family. But that's what I'm saying. That's you why your I mean? perspective is that way. And also out there in our, well, where we live in our village, we uphold the Haitian people too. You know what I mean? There's some neighborhoods that don't. Mm. You know, I think that's all on where you are type of thing. Well, parts of the country. You know what I mean? Because. But even down to like landscape, mm-hmm. like to me when I, because I never been to Santiago, that part of DR, which it's is beautiful. up north. Somewhat. Yes. West, west north. So to me, that reminds me of like. I mean, east, no, west north. Yeah. To me, that reminds me of like the east side of Providence. Like the deeper you go mm-hmm. into the light skin part of the country, the more in shape the city looks. The more some people, I'm saying in general, mm-hmm. they're high class people. They're people with, you know, who look a certain way. Their hair is even different. Their eye colors are even different. And if you are a darker Dominican, that is frowned upon that in between classes and in between color. I'll give you a good example. This Mm. is obviously an old fashioned example because this was a long time ago, but we have an aunt and uncle who are Dominican Mm -hmm. born in Dominican Republic. Mm -hmm. One is light skin and one is dark. And what happened there? Her mom wanted nothing to do with the dark uncle because we don't want blacks in our family. That carried forward to a lot of people's experiences. I'll give you myself. 
as an example, I was the adopted kid in the house because my brother and sister are light skinned. Mm -hmm. And I was, I've just felt out of place or I was called La Negrita, the little Mm -hmm. black girl, like in the family, or I was called, you know, it's just like so many associations to your color that weren't positive. It was a lot Mm -hmm. of negative connotations with being a dark Dominican or being dark period. I want to say, again, every every um, situation might be a little different. Cause I mean, sure, it's case by case, know, but like again, you're coming. Because I don't, I don't ever want to take away from your experience. You I'm know, fine because I promise. because sometimes you know, you 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 know, sometimes rubia or negrita is endearment. Unless you're rubia de farmacia, that's different. Well, that's a different story. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Sometimes no, it's yeah. also in You're right. You're right. So there's like this blurred line between that. So mm. I see where it could get blurred. But yeah, I, I, I think overall, Dominicans are black. Like, you know what I mean? If you're in the island and you're outside of the, the tourist attractions, you're going to see more black Dominicans. You'll you know see them I mean? in the resort too, though. They're For sure. Them. But, you know, mostly... You start seeing, especially what in the city. DR looks like mm-hmm. when you go outside of those places. It's just different. It's like here mm-hmm. or anywhere in the country. There's just, I mean, in the There's world, even Asians, for sure, for sure. Like, like <laughs> no, I've I met know. a few Asian Dominicans. And the Chinese food, and I feel like we've had this conversation. We might have this conversation every Dominican year. Dominican Chinese food is fire, trash. Well, the ones I tried, Ooh, fire. That's nasty. Well, I also. Didn't try the the chicken, but but anyway, like the pica pollo. I mean, of course, can't go wrong. That's like having a crown chicken at every corner. But then, of course, we have. What was I gonna say? I'm drawing a blank. We got merengue, bachata. I was gonna talk about the music history, right, and how deeply rooted merengue is in, like, drums. And yeah. African, it's African sounds, sounds the merengue, even, I mean, even, even something salsa. to to dembo. Oh, it's not Dominican. Dembo is oh one hundred percent. You see how how in re- in reggae like it's evolved the rhythm. Yeah, you know what they call the rhythm mm-hmm. is basically what we call a dembo, just like playero music in Puerto Rico. Yeah, like dembo mm-hmm. is still dembo wherever. It, carries because it's a sound mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it's it's a sound mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's dembo and i think merengue has its carries its own tones Drum. drums mm-hmm. the patterns you know then you got the bachata you know what i mean different, well bachata is a little bit different but it's still the same pattern well it has drums in it for sure you know what i mean is still it still has patterns. Mm-hmm. It's basically you're naming the rhythm. That's the pattern of the yes, music. Yes. You know what I mean? So I, I, I there's a lot, a lot of African bass patterns in those most of our music. In those sounds, mm-hmm. the drums that they use, the congas, the you know what I mean? Actually Johnny Ventura was one of the first mm-hmm. that I can remember, one of the first merengue artists mm-hmm. to talk about that. For sure. And um, Juan Luis Guerra as well. Mm-hmm. We'll talk like most of his music sounds damn near like palos. Yeah, heavy on the drums, and so I just think it's so fascinating how 
like obviously you're saying the island has come a long way i haven't been there in so long so i can't really speak on that but i just think it's so fascinating how so much of what we are and so much of our roots is rooted in african is in rooted I, in, in african our african diaspora but so many people try to separate mm -hmm. it as if we're something different i f i think it has to do it's all just being black really yeah it's just no, being it's black the like you know it's what i mean battle. it's like it's like there's so much things that we are that's black that's like damn like we're so much the same but different yeah i mean but that's what the african diaspora is right mm -hmm. it's just a word for like umbrella there's Africans, and then there's Jamaicans, then there's Dominicans, then there's Cubans, there's mm -hmm. Panamanians, there's Black Americans, there's French even. Like, there's Black people everywhere, everywhere. Literally everywhere. And so this notion that, like, right, and then I want to talk about um, being, uh, I didn't put this on the doc, but I wanted to, being Afro-Latino, uh, Afro right? Like, this whole notion that you have to be one or the other trips me out every time because I can't relate some, to that. Some people only got a one-sided one mindset. And that's fine, right? Like, that's the argument that people have with Cardi B. Cardi B's mm -hmm. not black. Cardi B's not black because she never, she doesn't identify as black. And that's fine. She doesn't have to say it. But, um, but she says she's black all the time. But a lot of people have said that she hasn't. I've never heard her say that she's but, black. But why? why does she have to? You know, at, at the end of the day, like, why? we know what she is. She's told us plenty of times. How much more do you want to hear her say it? In fact, she probably has more African roots than a lot of Dominicans because mm -hmm. she's also Trinidadian, which mm -hmm. is also heavily rooted in African, in Af you know, African blood. So I just think it's so interesting how, like, for a long time, those two worlds were opposite, and now we're finding ourselves like. In the intersection, like you can be both, you can yeah, be black. I think, I think you can you be, be multiple things. Like, you know what I mean, Rachel Dolezal bands. Wow, you really gonna bring rep that your back? set? You gonna really rep your set? It's okay. I think she was really trying to be Dominican. <laughs> Imagine that would be crazy. <laughs> but also, I mean, okay, being black Dominicans, right? That's what I was. I know. I know. About. There's somebody gonna be like, oh my god, they got this all. Fucked up and what? There's gonna be somebody that's which gonna part? Say Not just like you know something I said or you said down the line. Somebody's gonna be like, oh, I mean, but we're only speaking you know, from we, our we only speak exactly. That's where I was gonna get at. So don't be mad if we skip something or said something that you do not agree with. This is just our experience because you know sometimes that that gets a little touchy. You know. I guess people yeah. nowadays you have to kind of throw the disclaimer out there like hey you know this is just our experience don't hurt us don't yeah I was on you know. Facebook and I asked where are all my Dominican creatives because I don't I can't really name all of them at the top of my head besides like Roy um Roy's the only person that could I mean us obviously Nino Nino damn how could I forget Nino oh sound too and then I think about other people, like there was one person, I don't want to expose their name just in case they don't want me to talk about it, but she talked about how she doesn't identify as Dominican because she never felt accepted. She mm. talked about homophobia, which is a big, big, 
big part of Dominican culture. Um, and, you know, how gay people are portrayed, how gay people are made fun of in comedy. Like, it's all in... I don't want to say it's in... It's all in good, good comedy, right? It's all in good fun because that stuff could be damaging to somebody, right? Like the way we portray people, the way people are represented on a grand scale can be used to harm somebody. So I don't want to say that, but she did talk about homophobia, which I know from experience that homophobia in the Dominican culture is prominent. I remember the first time I mentioned being gay to my stepfather. I told him. I came home one day. He was there. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to marry a woman. And he was like, gay? Like, furious. And I'm like, no, I am going to marry a woman whether you like it or not. And I said it, like, jokingly. I didn't because I was teetering around the line, like, telling them and not telling them. But I was really trying to test, like, who's going to try to torch me? (laughs) Who's going to try to light my ass on fire? And I haven't told him since because there's something to say about when your family doesn't accept you, right? And 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 not because they don't want to, but because it's embedded in who you are, like is what you know. It's the ignorance. I mean, I think that's an old school thing. Of course it is. I think it's an old school thing. Um, I don't think it's like malicious. No, I wouldn't say because there is some malice to it. Mm. Um, however, I don't think it's like, like, you know, like Dominicans don't hate gay people or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I think homophobia is is homophobia across the across globe. the board. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's gonna be people that don't like it, mm. and I think that's fine too. You know, just know where you stand. You know what I mean? If you don't like it, sure. But it's not your job to go out in the world and hurt somebody from that community. You know what I mean? Of course. Um, But I think, I think, I mean, Takesha's fucking them up. Yo, she Talking rolled about, up to like, the Latin Grammys with know, a just, mustache. Just messing everybody up. Like, mm-hmm. holy shit, what's going on here? Yeah, you know, she and is she's pushing. using her star power to combat the homophobia i think the new generation gets it like Mm. you know because well although the terms they use is still still like derogatory exactly like it's still there but it's not used in the same way right but we can even talk about tonio rosario when he used to come out in in dresses yeah with long hair they were locks but they were Mm -hmm. long and he used to paint his nails cross-dressing he was cross-dressing exactly he's young thug before young thug yo mind blow um young thug also used used a benny sadel sample Really? The amor, well, amor, amor. But he's not the producer, though. But so you know what I mean? Still a young thug song. No, that's fire. Which is interesting. That's very interesting. Damn, I never thought about it like that. But it's true. But you have different people. But between Tonyo and Tokisha, that's a long stretch in between. We never really seen that. I, I think it's beautiful. I think... I think it's great. Dominicans had... Every, everything you could think of 
Dominicans have it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Whether All kinds of people. Of straight, course. trans, bi, whatever. Yeah. That's um, not businessmen. That's not you know what I mean. Limited to America. But, that's all of it. But I feel like a lot of people don't think mm. these things happen in these other cultures. Yeah, for sure they. You do. know what I mean. So, so I think I think everybody's trying to figure it out at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's, obviously, and it's a beautiful thing that people are starting to either raise awareness or, you know, kind of check people for, you know. Their homophobia or... Or even gender rules, mm-hmm. too. That's big in DR. Like, before you eat, you got to take your man's plate out. And the man is the protector. That's also He's old a, school. You know, <laughs> but I'm saying, though, like, that's heavily embedded in our culture. It's not just... is It's a societal thing mm-hmm. that, like, people carried as tradition, mm-hmm. not knowing that it was toxic to certain people and hurting certain families. Um, but, of course, in order to celebrate our culture i think we we have to talk about how far we've come as a people as a country even like um what's it called even i want to say not landscape but like just in terms of the way the country is built too right like a lot of places are the infrastructure thank you a lot of places are still very rural dirt roads like there's streets that i remember seeing as a kid that were like fucked up that -hmm. when i went later I was like, whoa, like it looks more modern. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Like, so it's it's <laughs> different. It's I'm sure it's looking I can't compare it to any place in the US, but <laughs> yeah, I no, would I would say that if you go there, it's very like the you can see progress happening in real time. Mm-hmm. But it's also like going back into the nineties, if that makes sense. <laughs> what? Like you know, for those who know my story, I got all my stuff, um, my bags stolen out there, and I had to go to um, the police station to, you know, do the report stuff. Everything's still half analog mm-hmm. there, so like, there's a lot of paper, well, the technology, actual paper. Well, that comes from and stuff like being that. an independent country too. Mm-hmm. America mm-hmm. and whoever colonized them was like, "Oh, you guys want to be independent? Okay, fine for yourself," and strip mm-hmm. them of their resources. Like, that's just. But I would say there's a beauty in that as well. well you yeah, know, because, because you take the good with the bad. Because it's like there's more sense of taking care of the person versus just getting them in and getting them out. What are you talking about? Like just. Like the way they handle things because it's it's analog. Oh, okay. they have to. There's more a uh, business person relationship. Mm. It's not like just give me computer. your money and we have the computer. We're gonna get this work done. Yeah, there's no self checkout in you VR. Know, exactly. You see a cashier. Like there's cashiers, bag mm-hmm. people, people bagging bags and bringing it out to your car. Exactly. Everything like, is you know for a I mean? tip, but. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? It's a system that works. Just showing us certain things that we do might be. And I'm so glad that you said that, right? Because to talk about the ugly truth, we have to turn around and talk about the beauty of our culture and the beauty of the country, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just visually is beautiful. Like, some people will argue, this is not for me because I'm not well-traveled, but some people will argue that it's the most, one of the most beautiful islands in the world, and and not only because of what it looks like visually, but because of the people 
mm-hmm. right? Like when I think about being Dominican, I think about the word amable, right? Which is loving. Mm-hmm. We're very familial people. Like if you see somebody that's Dominican, mm-hmm. you're community. Yeah, it's very community like. It's very if you stop by a grocery store, it's saludo to everybody. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? How Good are morning. you? How are you doing? Come- Exactly. That's very important. Somebody in our comes culture. to your home, you offer them coffee, you offer them water, exactly. you offer them food. You made a sancocho, you you make sancocho for the whole you block. You could ask the neighbor for your sugar. You could definitely, and that neighbor might come back and ask you for 50 pesos, but at least they gave it to you. <laughs> no, no, that ass. No, like, that happened. That happened to me. I was, um, one of the neighbors came over. She was like, hey, um, I heard you don't eat meat. I got something for you. And I was like, hey, I got something for you if you need. Need it anything, but that's community, know? and, and it's like a you help me, I help you yes. type of environment. It's a very, and we've talked about this plenty of times. It's a very simplistic community lifestyle to mm-hmm. where you're talking to the lady in the grocery line behind you, complaining. You're maybe stopping. You see somebody with bags, mm-hmm. and you're giving them a ride home. The, the guy at the store works just to drink his money at, on the week weekends like you yeah. know what i mean and he's very happy doing it it's you know as long as he has the ideologies over, in dr are very different like there's everybody got a different height mm-hmm. you know what i mean and not not just in actual height but mentally you and know what, what i, I noticed too is like i mean from my experience you don't get i mean obviously if you're like a lawyer they praise you for mm-hmm. that like hi una abogada if you're a doctor right if, you get like complimented, but <laughs> even the poor people yeah. still get treated the same. Yeah, like, like they, everyone gets a hello, everyone gets mm-hmm. a hug and a kiss. Like in in the neighborhood I stayed in, you know, you got your poor people, you have your you know better off people. I'm not gonna say rich, but you know, well, well off. Um, but then you have some in betweens. You. You know, and everybody gets along. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, issues do happen. People, there are certain people that Survival. don't get along, you know, but that's anywhere you go. Um, it's just a great way of living. I think that what I take away from being Dominican, I want to wrap this up because we're running really long and Girl. I am tired and I'm ready to retire. Um, What I take away from being Dominican and what I want to pass on to my child, which the first mistake I did was not pass on Spanish, Mm -hmm. um, which I feel like is such a privilege to know and understand and write. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing that I'll take away is family. Like, Mm. of course, there's we can go on and on about the toxic relationships and the mom being crazy, tough love, and this and that. But at the end of the day, Dominicans value family. And when you love people, mm-hmm. you take care of those people. And that's something that I want to pass on. And maybe it's not a tradition. It's just a way of life, a way of being. But I think if more people were like that, we could be in a way better place. And this is obviously Agreed. like corny or a utopian mindset whatever people will say but like there's something about that caribbean energy that like just feels like friendly it feels warm it feels very much like the country very warm and friendly yeah, I love breezy it. you know what i mean like i don't know it's just so beautiful like when i go to dr i feel at peace 
Even though because you are there's grounded. dangerous places. You are grounded in. You know, you know, like you belong. Yeah, I feel like I'm with my people. But even if I'm not with my people, those people knowing I, that I'm Dominican are going to mm-hmm. treat me as their own. And that is beautiful. They're welcoming. They're very welcoming, hospitable. Even though sometimes it's for your money, but. It, of course. And even though they're saying, let me take you there, here, here and there, but you're going to pay for everything because you're an American. <laughs> but there's just the beauty and joy there's just so much. That's what I think about, like, joy. I wrote this on my Instagram today. Like, when I think about being Dominican, I think about the family tradition of coming together. That's why I thought it was so powerful for um, Big J to name this Latin event in La Sala, right? Because mm-hmm. the, the Sala is like it the is, community room. Yes. It's the, it's the, it's the hub but where you have your visitors, where mm-hmm. you have your coffee, where you drink, where you have your parties. The parties. The parties is the a big thing. The illest parties. You know. And you got to dress up. For sure. Because this is uh, the club now. You know what I mean? <laughs> Even though the the sala is a few feet from your room, you have to get ready. You have to you get have ready. You have to get dressed. <laughs> you know what I mean? And out there, you still see those types of parties. Mm. The community party. And that's the you other know, thing. You go down the street at the corner store, there's some shit popping off. Early in the morning, too. Early. And and drink your beer Vecin, fast. Be, vecino, quiero una cerveza. Mm-hmm. Una jumbo. Oof. You know, you 40 drink ounce. it fast. Yeah, you have to. That shit gets hot. It, well, something about the beer out there doesn't get hot that fast. It takes a while. It's on like, your head. You were probably drunk. I probably was, but... Yeah. Sure. You know, I, f- I feel like it takes longer. I don't know. But there's just something so special. And when it's maybe I'm biased. And cold and you open it and you take. There's something. Yeah. A cold. I could. I should have brought some Presidente. I played. I played around today. That'll be but, my cliche. Somebody be like. But I got the Mama Juana right here. We like enjoyment. We just want to have a good time. We, we want to live. Have fun. Yeah, we want to have fun. We want to live our lives. The ooh, ooh and the ah, ah, the teteo, you know? We got to. We want to be outside amongst our people every day, all the time. Being Dominican is being happy. Yes, it's joyful. Just being lit. This is really what it is Just be lit No it really is Like I don't know I'm trying to find the words To explain it But it's like It's not so many words It's more of an experience You just gotta feel it you just gotta feel it It feels like Broad Street in 99 When we used to come When the festival was a week long Everybody brought their chairs out On the side There's dominoes over here There's music over here Somebody's dancing over there The girls with the belts And the matching shirt And the ooh 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 And the blowout And the thubi She's coming out with the rolos Like It's a vibe Mm -hmm. It's like something It's something you really can't explain You just have to live in it But The most special thing Is community Like Community that love for th- one another. I think that's what I fell in love with most out there. The community. The community. Yeah, that's beautiful. You could go to the park and make a friend. Yeah. And nobody's going to judge you. Yeah, you're not. You're not. Um, everybody is trying to. Que lo que primo. 
Yeah. That's you know what I mean? Yeah, literally. A primo de lo mío. De lo mío. If I meet an old lady that I don't know, Jefe. but she's Dominican. <laughs> if I see every... When I worked at Target, every mm-hmm. old lady that came to the door, older lady that was Dominican, immediately I felt like this was my tia. Now I have mm. to treat her right. I have to treat her special. Have por aquí, doña. Yeah, teach her where the... Give her, like, show her where the clearance is at. And just, like, love. Mm. That's it. Dominican to be Dominican is to be love, love personified. That's how I feel about being Dominican. I love it. Yeah, it's a good time. I love, I love it. it here so it's, much. But yeah, it's a good time. That's I'm all that we have. To... Shout out to all our Dominicans. Shout out to um, the Dominican community. Uh, I'm so happy to see us progress as a people. Right? We a lot of us come from that old traditional, old school mindset, but. I want this to give a shout out to all the people that also embrace <laughs> Dominican culture that aren't Dominican. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, a lot of our friends love dancing bachata. They're not really Dominican, mm-hmm. but they embrace it just like we do. And they respect it to a certain, you know, they hold it to a high standard. Maybe not high standard, but they No, just, I think they do. It's also because, like, Dominicans are everywhere in Providence. I mean, we're, we're the second. I think we're the second. Mm, I don't want to speak too soon, but I know New York is number one. Philly's up there. Philly, Lawrence. New York, of course, Massachusetts, and Providence is up there for Dominican population in the United States. So people are just raising it. And like I said, we're lit. So. Yeah, so let's get into my favorite part of the podcast Pass Me the Hogs. For sure. This time I'm going Dominicano. Oh, wow. And Bo. I'm going to go with Flow 28, um, Ruta. It's a vibe for sure. Like I never really got to experience DR as a full grown adult. I have to go you with you guys. Coming up, August. I already got a August. date. I'm I'm going back in in April. That's crazy. All right, tell days, the people who don't understand Spanish what this song is about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, come on. I mean, he's just basically on his route to get. More hoes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how can I explain something like that? It's street it's, music, though. It's street music. It's yeah. hood music. This is what they hear in the hood out there, you know, outside of hip-hop. This is what they're, um, I would say, Jersey Bounces. Like, them boys, the Jersey Bounce yeah. of DR. Like, I you know what I mean? The, like everybody's getting, getting 
dancing to it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like getting light. Yeah. You know. That's a good so, explanation yeah, for it. Let me pass it all to you. All right. This, I don't have a Dominican uh, thing because according to Regina, I want to be American so bad. Um, but this song is from the first artist on Love Records named Jazzy, who's been around for a minute, clearly wrote mad songs I didn't know. Let me see her writing credits. Oh, I'll go to that after. But anyways, I love this song. I like this album a lot, a lot. And this song is replayed by Jazzy. Showing love. It's that love record sound. Yo, Jazzy. Talk to him. Lying in my bed, you cross my mind. Thinking about you How you doing? How you been? So glad I found you Cause it lingered from time to time Oh my god, the melody Was this the best thing I could find with you? Should we give it one more try? Yeah, oh, it replays in my mind. We didn't work how we lied. Wide away, sleep deprived, and it plays. So, what I really like about this song is that it has the same feel of, like, Bad Boy Records. Yeah, I was just thinking Bad Boy But record. it feels more new, obviously, because of the way she's singing mm-hmm. and, and the melody choices. This song is fire. Good, good song. I hope I like it gets it. the plays it deserves right now. It went on, This album went number one on iTunes. Um, so, shout out to Jazzy for that. But, um... The crazy thing is, is that this artist mm-hmm. is so telling of the times we're in. This is a lesbian woman who is at the forefront of this R&B record label talking about loving women and it being mainstream. This is a big deal for people like me who, when you hear music, like romantic music is usually about heterosexual relationships mm-hmm. it's so important to have at least for me because i'm obsessed with music to have music that represents literally word for word how i feel in terms of identity mm-hmm. so that's what i really love about this album aside from it being super fire I mean, but couldn't you say a sid fits that mold too yeah but sid is not being pushed to be mainstream mm. okay i'm not taking that away from sid kalani I'm, I'm as just... well um kalani sid um damn there's that other girl that young girl there's She's a lot of this one right here amari noel and cash page that's the other person mm. they speak from like the gay or lesbian perspective so that song is called replay by jazzy and that's my pick of the week smooth i like it that was past me the ox christina do we have any announcements I don't. The only thing I want to say is to like, share, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. And yeah, that's all that I have. I don't have no announcements, nothing coming up except for 
be careful out there in the streets, especially if you're in Providence. I feel like the streets are already heating up and is dead ass like still winter. Actually, we could be coming out to some snow. Um, I forgot all about that. But um, yeah, like, share, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Episode 168 of the Spark Up podcast. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into another episode. And that's all that I have. Vance, you got anything? Don't force it. <laughs> he has nothing. We'll see y'all next week. Next week, we will have a guest here. I'm not going to say who it is because we've learned our lesson from that, especially from last week. But hopefully, we'll have a guest here that we could chop it up with. Once again, like, share, comment, subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Shout out to um, Who Wants Breakfast, a.k.a. Hill Holla. For the uh, collector's edition PVD sweater, the green one, super fire. I'm wearing this for the first time. I feel rich, mm. and yeah, I feel good. I'm gonna wear this outside. I'm gonna wear this every day. So don't even start talking shit because I'm gonna wear this all the time. I might sleep in it. So you already know what it is, <laughs> your boy bands alongside. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Spark a podcast. Spend all so day. Rap, baby. Drink water and pray. You want to make that a tagline so bad. <laughs>